Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is another episode of Dictations. And uh, in this conversation, Dr. Rogers talks uh, more about statins, uh, the use of statins, um, who needs them, who doesn't. Um, we get really into specifics about uh, where statins work, uh, where, where they don't work. Um, he talks a lot about cholesterol and uh, because it seems that uh, many people are basing you know statin use on on this one number and uh the theme of this conversation is that uh, it's a lot more complicated than that and we need to be looking at the whole picture um so here after listening to the conversation i think you'll you'll understand what the big picture is um so that you can make an educated decision for yourself for your loved ones um so anyways i'm gonna let you get to the conversation uh thank you for being here um and here is dictations with dr rogers Dr. Rogers, we, we've talked a couple different times uh, about statins, and we've done some doctor's notes on it. Um, before this uh, podcast, we, we had talked about doing another one on statins. Why don't you give us some updates on it and explain a little bit more about what a statin actually is? Well, a statin is a powerful drug that lowers your cholesterol, Um We've used them over the years. They're called Lipitor, Pravacol, Zocor, Crestor. There's several different ones, but these are very potent medications um, that are used to lower your cholesterol. Now, they've been shown to benefit people who have had um, heart surgery or had stent placement who have known coronary artery disease. They work in that manner because not because they lower your cholesterol so much is that they, they are pretty good inflammatories, anti-inflammatories for preventing those blood clots from propagating. But for primary prevention, which means that you're taking a drug based solely on what your cholesterol number is um, and have no symptoms of any disease um, is where the question in my mind is about use of statins. Um, it's never really been shown that statins prevent a primary event, meaning a, a, a first heart attack. Now, there is evidence that it, it, it can um, prevent second heart attacks and certainly may benefit you if you have a stent or a, um, had a blood clot or uh, open heart surgery, bypass grafting. But, um, but these are really powerful medicines and um, with a lot of side effects. So you need to talk with your doctor, uh, a knowledgeable doctor, and the one that's just not going to throw you on a, a statin medication just to make your number look better, um, which is a big mistake. Um, most of my patients refuse to take a statin. I think a lot of people just, when they hear about them, if they've tried one, they just don't want to take them because, mainly because of the way they make your muscles ache. Um, but there's a lot of other side effects that most people don't know about, like increased risk of diabetes, increased risk of cancer, increased risk of Alzheimer's disease, increased uh, risk of kidney and liver disease. That's why you have to follow your lab so closely to make sure it's not screwing up your liver. Um, it, it's just a, something you have to look at very closely before you want to commit yourself to just making your cholesterol number look better and perhaps causing a lot of other problems. Um, I really think there's a, almost an underlying pharmaceutical uh, bent towards 
using these medications over the years we've reduced the the number at which we treat when i first started practicing medicine 35 years ago we said 300 was a normal cholesterol level and they reduce it to 250 now we want it under 200 but that really is an inadequate picture of what we should be doing we should be looking at the particle size and how oxidized your ldl particle is can you talk to us a, a little bit about the cholesterol number that we should be concerned about and how that number has, uh, I guess, gone up over time since you first started practicing and, and what we really should be concerned about uh, when considering taking a statin? Well, you shouldn't just look at the total cholesterol number. You need to uh, get something like a Boston Heart Panel or Cleveland Clinic Panel or SpectraCell, one of the, the panels that really shows us in depth at the the particle size and how oxidized your LDL is, uh, your HDL numbers. So there's a lot more to it. Plus, you got to look at all the other risk factors. So I don't treat based on a just a cholesterol number. That's a big mistake. As I said, that uh, statins haven't been shown to reduce primary prevention of heart attacks. That means um, your first heart attack. They have been shown to uh, help prevent second heart attacks or strokes, uh, but not primary prevention. And that's what most people use them for is primary prevention. So you have to really look at the numbers in detail and look at the other risk factors. Is everybody in your family dying of heart disease in their 50s? Are you a smoker, diabetic? Um, you drink too much? Are you fat? Um, there, there's a lot of other risk factors that you have to look at to assess that. The, the problem with statins is they haven't really been able to measure their how much harm they can cause um, or the risk in taking a statin. As you know, uh, statins increase your risk of uh, diabetes, Alzheimer's, cancer, uh, liver and kidney failure. Um, also, you'll reduce the, the uh, production of your own hormones uh, like testosterone, for example. So you really have to look at it very closely uh, like I said before, most of my patients don't like to take statins. If I mention the word statin, they won't take it anyway because they either tried it before and it had muscle aches or uh, they didn't feel good on it and they didn't really see a benefit from it. So again, I always emphasize eating right, um, exercising, being lean, uh, taking vitamins that will help lower your um cholesterol and triglycerides um, and looking at the whole picture, the new study that came out um, said that we, we're not, we're not really looking at it right. I mean, there's some organizations like the American Cardiology Society that recommends that we put somebody on a statin if their cholesterol is over 200 and they have a, a seven to 10% risk of in 10 years of, of having coronary artery disease. Now, what family doc is going to be able, they're not a statistician. They're not going to be able to tell you whether you have a 7 to 10% risk 10 years down the road of having a heart attack. So it's bogus anyway. There's nobody that could figure that out. So what you have to do is talk to your patient, um, preferably lean against using statins if you can. Now, some people I have on statins, um, but I usually have them on low doses of a water-soluble statin. There's different types of statins. So you have to look at that as well. Yes. Okay. All right. Go go ahead. You're going to summarize everything up for us. All right. 
as far as statin use, you got to be very careful. I use statins, but very sparingly on some people, mostly the ones I know have heart disease. But for the ones that have mildly or moderately elevated cholesterol, I look at all the other risk factors. I get a CT calcium scoring to see how much calcium deposit is in their coronary arteries, which can be a correlate to their forming um, plaque in their arteries that may lead, they may rupture and lead to a heart attack. So I'm not dissing statins entirely. I use them, but you got to be very, very careful on who you use them for because of all the side effects. Through the years, most of my patients won't take statins anyway. Again, I, I usually see a, a better educated um, type of patient for some reason in my practice, mainly, I guess, because I don't work for the insurance companies. But I think there's been a big push to overuse statins um, when they haven't been really proven to prevent primary prevention anyway. And certainly they don't consider all the harms that they may do to a patient, like the ones I just mentioned. Um, so you got to look a little further, you know, look at all the risk factors, get a CT calcium. If your patient's a smoker with diabetes, is obese, um, has hypertension, has a strong family history, you better look at that a lot more closely and certainly put them on an aspirin. I mean, you know, a certain thing and make sure their blood pressure is normal and that they're exercising. But to put everybody on a statin with a cholesterol over 200 is just a crime. I think it's almost a collusion between the pharmaceutical companies and the, some of the medical societies. Um, it, they just keep down ratcheting the level that they want to treat these things. And in the meantime, doctors who mostly work for insurance companies are getting paid bonuses for having people's numbers be lower, which is crazy because they're, they're spending five to seven minutes talking to them and looking at the number and then putting them on more medications than they need uh, in order to get paid more. That's a crying shame, in my opinion. And don't blame it on the doctors, blame it on the insurance companies and uh, and maybe the pharmaceutical companies. And I'm not getting off on a riff on them or anything, but um, you really need a doctor who can sit and sort these things out with you before they commit you to taking a potent, expensive, life-damaging medication for the rest of your life. You know, real quick, if if someone does, if a patient does have heart disease in their family, they're over 50 years old, but they don't have any of the symptoms that you've talked about, what should they do from a prevention standpoint uh, from that primary event? They haven't had a primary event yet. Yeah, well, they probably need to take an aspirin at a certain age, and then they need to exercise, don't smoke, stay lean. Uh, make sure their blood pressure is normal, make sure they don't become a diabetic and live a, get plenty of sleep, don't have sleep apnea, all the normal stuff that doesn't require a medication. All right. Um, all right. Well, well yeah. Dr. Rogers, I'm done. Take omega-3s and the right supplements and, you know, uh, that type of thing. Say that one more time. You said omega-3s? Yeah, take omega-3s and uh, eat plenty of good fats and uh, way less uh, sugar, because we know sugar causes heart disease as well as cancer. So, um, you know, taking a, a broader look at it and maybe doing some lifestyle changes. All right, Dr. Rogers, well, I appreciate the, the time again today, and, um, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks, man. All right, bye.